Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. I'm Joey Pauzola. And I'm Thomas Welch. And today we got a we got a fun episode. We're gonna do another uh, big three, uh, some of our big three favorite topics. Uh, we don't have a whole lot to talk about in the sports world, so we figured why not bring back a, a classic segment that we've been turning to in these in these times of uh, low content. So I think we're gonna we're gonna get things rolling right away here. Joey's got two for us, so he's gonna start us off with his first one. Let's let's see what you got, Joey. All right, first one. Um, we're gonna go. Top sidekicks in sports history. So not not like the main star on the team, but like the the one B star. He'd be a superstar somewhere else, but he's got he's overshadowed by someone else on his own team. Um, I'm gonna start off with the, I got I got two hockey players. I'm gonna start off with one of them. I think the easy one here is gonna be Evgeny Malkin. 660 points in 907 games. Uh, what's really amazing about that is he's got 168 playoff points in 162 playoff games. So uh, over point per game there, he gets overshadowed by Sidney Crosby, obviously. Um, second, we're gonna go. We're gonna go a little different. I got a little twist. I got Reggie Wayne, uh, former Colts wide receiver. That's a good one. Um, eight thousand yard season, six time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion. But he was overshadowed by Marvin Harrison most of the time there in Indy. Uh, shout out to him for being a Cardinals fan, by the way. Uh, Reggie Wayne, big Cardinals fan. And um, the third one, I kind of. There's many options here, but this could be arguable on this one. I got Mark Messier. Uh, 800 or 1800 points in 1700 games pretty much uh he's the 84 Cod Smythe winner he was obviously overshadowed by Wayne Gretzky uh you could say overshadowed but they're kind of just deadly one-two punch but uh many many uh sidekicks out there what do you guys think Ooh, sidekicks I'm trying to any sport anything I mean, I mean, in honor of the the recent uh, Last Dance documentary that's that's been airing with Michael Jordan, I, I knew that was coming. I think you I gotta go. You gotta go, Scottie Pippen. I mean, a lot of people. I, say, I haven't seen any of it yet. That's is that crazy? A lot of people will say. A lot of people will say like, "Oh man, you know, Jordan was was not would have been nothing without Pippen. You know, Pippen deserves all the credit." But then you got the other the other side of it, who are the Jordan like uh, diehards who are gonna, um, you know, go to the end of the earth to defend Jordan. Say, oh, Pippen ain't shit. Pippen didn't do anything. But if you look at it, Scottie Pippen was actually one of the greatest. He was NBA a stud. Yeah. yeah, one of the greatest NBA players of all time, and uh, you know, got a little bit overshadowed by playing with the greatest NBA player of all time. Uh, but I think he's definitely a big sidekick there. Uh, definitely helped Jordan uh, earn his earn his status, and you know, but didn't take anything away from his his Jordan's ability. I don't think that's a fair argument. But at the same time, I think they complement each other really well, and that's a that's a huge compliment to any player to be able to compliment the goat like that so uh, Scotty Pippen would be my first one what cool uh, question did he play with uh, did Scotty Pippen play with LeBron James Scotty uh, uh, I don't think so Joey I, I say uh, I'm, greatest, I'm just asking because you said he played with the greatest, greatest player. Player. all the time yeah, not, the, not the second greatest no 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 <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, and I think number two, I'm going to have to go, uh, as a Boston sports fan, I'm going to go Manny Ramirez. Uh, oh, and, Big Poppy? Him, him and Big Poppy were kind of the oh, I like duo that. for a while there. And, uh, you know, the, the Bash Brothers in, in Boston, they were hitting lots of dingers. And, uh, you know, I was Manny a closet got, Sox fan growing up. <laughs> yeah, Manny got a little overshadowed by... Um, by uh, obviously David Ortiz's dominance, his legacy, but I think you can't really can't really discount what Manny did. He was a great player. 
And talk about personalities right there, by the way. We're teasing Mandy. Not even not even on the field, but just the, the personalities of them two is just deadly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good combo there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Dynamic duo for sure. Um, let's see. And then hmm. Third? I don't know. I don't know. Tommy, you come up with two and then I can come back to me for the for the third. Yeah, three. I got three. I I was a little nervous about this one when, when Joey first said it because I was I was trying to rack my brains, but I think I got some good ones. Alright, so number one, I'm gonna go with uh the boy Adam Oates, uh kind of overshadowed by Brett Hole. Um Yeah, hometown boy. I think he's a great player in and of itself, but the fact that Brett Hole was just above and beyond greatness overshadowed him for that, so he's a good sidekick. Um, number two, I've got Dwayne Wade. You know, I mean, attract any anytime you attract uh, LeBron James away from, from Cleveland to go to the big three, uh, I think that was, a, that was the triple threat there with him, uh, LeBron James, and Chris Bosh. Um, really, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James was, was really what carried that team. That iconic picture of him with his arms out under the basket, like here, you know. Um, and then uh, number three, I'm going to go Dave Semenko. He opened up the eyes for uh, Wayne Gretzky. And if it wasn't for him uh, keeping Gretzky safe, then I don't know. It, it could have uh, changed the course of history. Yeah, I guess for my third, my third, it's going to be kind of a lame answer, but I mean, along the similar, it's more of a modern modern take. I'm going to go Clay Thompson. I think Clay Thompson might be the best shooter. Like in the, it might be the best shooter in the NBA when he's hot. I mean, he, he dropped. Good 30, angle on that answer. He dropped 37 points in a quarter. Um, I was never that. I yeah, remember that. Yeah, and he dropped like what? Like one time he dropped like sixty points in th- in three quarters. Uh, it might have even been the same game. I don't know. Um, I think yeah, it was. I think that I, was. The same yeah, game. when he when he gets hot, I think I, I want to take him over any player in the NBA. Honestly, just his shooting ability is is ridiculous. Like I think that in that thirty seven point quarter, he only dribbled the ball like less than ten times. Yes. Yeah. Something that's what was like iconic that. about that. Some stupid like that. It it was just, he literally catch the ball like anywhere beyond within mid court. Yeah. Keep up a three. Like like we're, like when you play like NBA two K. I want to say on rookie. I want to yeah. say three of those ten dribbles or three of those ten eleven dribbles he had were like a pump fake, one dribble, then shoot, like one yeah. inch to the right type thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, good answers there. Um, and you know what? Before we move on, boys, we actually got a we got an ad read today. I don't know if you boys noticed, but uh, I don't know if you're like me. You're probably thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I don't know. Either way, I love food. And I love not going anywhere when I want to get my food. That's why I love Postmates. And I love using them even more right now because I, I can get food delivered for me without leaving the house in a time like this. Or sometimes you without even opening the door. Given what's going on right now, they created uh, non-contact deliveries, which is great. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything gets just left right outside my door. I don't even have to talk to people, which is great because I don't really like people that much. Um, <laughs> they have, yeah, they have Postmates Pickup, which I have been using to get takeout from uh, local favorite, which your local favorite restaurants, which you need to be supporting local businesses right now. Small businesses is really important. And a lot of them use Postmates, which is great. So you can go from your couch, not even move, order some, order some of your favorite local restaurants. You know, support support them uh, in a time like this. Um, and they don't even just deliver restaurants. You can get anything you need from like Walgreens, 7-Eleven, just to have it drop it off right, right outside your door. Down, 
download Postmates on iOS or Android. Find your favorites, order anything you want, and get it delivered within the hour. Uh, for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code Locked On. L O C K E D O N Locked On. That's the code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it, baby. Oh, yeah. You get a hundred bucks in your pocket just for listening to the pod. There you go. Benji. You talk about a free Benji. I mean, you got my attention on that. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. I mean, a hundred dollars in delivery credit. I mean, I know that's, that's, that's where, uh, things, things can get expensive. So why not, why not uh, take advantage, get some food delivered to your house without even leaving your couch. All right. That being said, uh, Tom, you want to jump into your, uh, big three? Yeah, I got you. So kind of, kind of going along the lines of going off uh, Joey's with sidekicks. Um, I think the recent events of Yadier Molina talking about possibly being open to leaving the Cardinals and him kind of being the face of the franchise right now. Um, we're going to go with franchise players of all time. So like whenever you think of like the face of a franchise and what a player meant to his particular team forever, how long he was there or whatever he meant to that team individually. Those are the players we're going to list off. So my top three, number one, I think is a gimme Derek Jeter, his whole whole career, his whole career for the New York Yankees, the best shortstops of all time. Um, you know, I can I can respect that. I think that's an easy number one. Even though I'm a Red Sox fan, I can respect that. Like, I still respect it. Jeter's kind of like in the same held in the same regard as LeBron to me. Like, I just don't like him because of the whole rivalry thing. But right. I can't help respect him as a player and you know as an athlete. He was tremendous. Alex Rodriguez, on the other hand, scum of the earth. Can't can't stand that man. <laughs> I, I was watching the video last night when it was it was uh, Red Sox Yankees and um, there was like a ground ball up the line and they tossed it to the pitcher uh, Bronson Arroyo and he's about to step on first and Rodriguez ran by and smacked his glove and knocked the ball <laughs> out of his hand that's some shit you do when you're like playing wiffle ball out in your backyard because you're a sore loser to use that Rod was the one too it wasn't he the one that called I got it when he yeah. was running yes. by he was, he was running by third base and he yelled like Aah! and made him draw or yelled like I got it and he, and he made him drop it and then like after the game he's like oh, I don't know uh, I just yelled ah you know he tried to like play it off it's just like some some of like the the things that like you're that really annoying kid would do in gym class and you'd be like really like this dude again but like he was doing it on the on the highest stage i don't know all right continue two i have the greatest quarterback of all time peyton manning (laughs) number three number number three i have uh, albert pujols because even though even though uh, fans didn't like the way that he left. I feel like uh, if, if anybody watched that interview, I forgot who it was with, but afterwards, basically said like the front office kind of disrespected him with the amount of years that they wanted to put him under contract. Said that they wanted uh, commit to him long term, but contractually, it didn't seem that way to him. Um, I mean, when Robert Pools was in his prime in Cardinals, I don't, I don't think. He, Everywhere you looked, people had a Pools jersey, so he still had that same kind of level of impact. So those are my top three. Oh, there you go. All right, before we jump into the uh, Matt and Joey's, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, my top three. 
franchise athletes. Got to start with a guy we've already talked about today, uh, David Ortiz, Big Poppy, uh, the greatest greatest baseball player I've ever watched growing up. Um, absolute legend, uh, Red Sox legend, obviously. Uh, I remember one time I went to a Red Sox game for my birthday when I, I must have been less than ten years old. I don't know. I don't know exactly how old, but I was I was young. Uh, we got we got seats pretty close. I remember there was like a rain delay. It was like a three hour rain delay. So you know my my eight year old ADHD having ass was not enjoying that. But we finally got to the game. I remember, and we snuck up. We snuck up down close because a lot of people had left because of the delay. Um, and David Ortiz was on deck, and me and my buddy, uh, my neighbor, we were, we were there, and we were yelling, "Big Poppy, Big Poppy, Big Poppy!" And he actually turned around and he waved to us, and it was sick. probably the coolest moment of my life. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go with the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. Um, I don't know what you were talking about. You must have had a, a typo in, in your in your notes for that last one when you mentioned Peyton Manning as the greatest quarterback of all time. You might have meant the quarterback with the biggest forehead of all time. That might have been what you were going for. That's, that's to hold his um, massive cranium. He's got all the plays in there. <laughs> what, what's the he's, uh, what's he's basically the, the, bro. the roast of Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning looks like a, a world in which football players have evolved to not need helmets. Kind of looks like playing from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> Um, and my third franchise athlete, ooh, um, hmm, can I, can I say Vladimir Tarasenko? Is that allowed? Um, he's the, he's kind of, he's the reason. I'd say it's allowed. He's the reason I started watching blues hockey. Um, I was kind of a, I was getting sick. I've told the story before. I was getting sick and tired of Bruins hockey. They had just traded away Tyler Sagan. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. Um, I wasn't really that big of a fan to begin with. Like I wasn't a super diehard hockey fan. I just like watched it casually, but then they traded Sagan. I'm like, all right, this, this sucks. This is dumb. So, uh, I watched a blues Blackhawks playoff series and Tarasenko had like seven goals in six games or something like that. And I'm like, all right, this kid's pretty sick. It was in like his second year or whatever. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just start watching the blues casually. And then the rest is history. Um, so in love with the team he's still my favorite player to this day so yeah uh, he, he's my third Joey what do you okay think? um I'll say the first one since it's already been said but ever ever since growing like every year that goes by it's, it's just like this guy it keeps getting better and better the appreciation just like his skill set it's Tom Brady he's the greatest quarterback of all time yeah. the uh that, that Super Bowl that Super Bowl will that there's nothing that will ever which one probably top lot, that. which one there were a lot of them <laughs> Atlanta oh comeback the Atlanta yeah. comeback I'm a little biased uh, I wasn't sure which one of the, I wasn't sure money. which one of the six you were talking <laughs> about mute my mic there, there was some money involved with that one with the uh, the big comeback so I'll, I'll definitely remember that one definitely a top three sporting uh, event I've ever watched uh, number two I'm, I'm gonna go by this one Carolina Panthers I'm gonna go Luke Keekley recently retired uh, Josh out of Boston College shout out Boston um, uh, yeah but uh, Luke Keekley big time uh, probably in my, in my opinion best middle linebacker in the league for many years uh, you could argue that though uh, and then obviously uh, last but not least I'm, I'm gonna go Kobe with this one. I'm gonna go Kobe with the oh, Lakers. That's uh, a good we, one. Rest in peace. We we've seen the impact that like he's made. I mean, it sucks that it took like I, I think he was very like we knew about it when he was still alive, but the death just put that much more emphasis on it. Like it affected that whole city. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'll go I Kobe mean, with that one. I'm a I'm a Celtics fan, and I grew up watching them. You know, battle with the Lakers in 20, yeah, yep. 2008 finals, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I love Kobe to death you know every every uh every rule of, of basketball says that i should hate kobe bryant but 
you can't. You just can't. You literally can't, right? You can't. I remember watching the uh, I remember watching the Western Conference Finals back whenever it was the Nuggets versus Lakers, and it was like uh, Melo was still on the Nuggets back then, and oh man, it was just it, like the Lakers weren't supposed to win that series because the Nuggets were such such a good all around team. Kenyon Martin and all those guys. I want to say Iverson was still on there. I, I don't want to recall that though, but it, I remember watching that and Kobe just like absolutely went off and just little literally won the series by himself, and it was iconic. That's like one of my first memories of him. That's the thing too, is it's 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 rare in and of itself to have such an impact like these guys that we're talking about on an individual team to have an impact on the entire league like Kobe had and honestly like the sport of basketball just oh, above yeah. and beyond anything second, second like to none. almost unachievable yeah, I agree to none alright um, yeah alright um, I'm shifting away from the sports theme a little bit I went with the, my big three guilty pleasure songs like songs oh, that go. songs that like when they come on like in the sh- when you're when you're in the shower you know you, you pause for a second and you're like oh shit like you gotta sing <laughs> sing at the top of your lungs and just pray that no one walks in and hears you um my first one I'm gonna go with Run Away With Me by Carly Rae Jepsen I think that got <laughs> tremendously undershadowed when Call Me Maybe blew up I, I think Run Away With Me should have been should have gotten equally as much attention if not more absolute banger the the, the 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 lyrics the 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 catchiness the instruments uh it, it sounds like i'm describing any song ever but you can trust me go listen to it, it it'll 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 get, get in your head and, and it'll be stuck in your head you won't be able to put that one down uh next one i'm gonna go with is every time we touch because because come on obviously that's great there's there's no debate there whenever that song comes on you, you just you, you can't skip it you gotta sing along you gotta dance like even if you don't know how to dance you will dance to that song um and my third one i'm gonna go tiktok by kesha uh, i think i think that's uh, another one of those um songs that like gets gets glumped in with the really shitty pop songs of like our middle school days but like if it comes on at a party like nowadays you're you can't tell me that everyone isn't losing their minds like jamming along to that song it's a classic um one of the better songs to come out of like that era like the the songs from your old ipod era those are that that's that's the 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 top of my list for that one oh you want to go i can go i'll go okay go ahead this is my oh my god! This is this might be my favorite category of big three we've done yet because yeah, I've so many pleasures, bro. I figured there's many houses. There's many. Right, my number one, my number one, the the one that I think of every time when I think of a guilty pleasure song is "Return of the Mac" by Mark Morrison. <laughs> every time, every time that song plays, I just gotta like do his little voice. I'm trying to tell you something. Yes, I did. Like, dude. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was that what do you? What do you, what do you say? I don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I, I love that song so much. And like, and just like on my car rides, like, cause I live in Springfield. So whenever I go home and drive, like, it's like three and a half hours on the car ride. I'll go through like every single guilty pleasure song I know, but like that one always, I just keep putting it on repeat cause it's so good. Right. Um, number two, I think uh, David Dobrik will agree with this one, but dancing queen by ABBA oh, is an absolute absolutely. bop. <laughs> A bop and a half, so that's a that's an easy answer. Um, and then number three, uh, it's been part of a meme culture for a while now, and oh. people do it at a 
at stadiums, but never going to give you up by Rick Astley is still, still one of the greatest songs of all time. So. All right. You want to hear, <laughs> hear a good story? Um, when I was in, oh, I want to say my junior year of high school, we had to create what was called the function dance. Um, so, I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was in math class, uh, and we were learning you know how different different uh, math mathematical procedures affect graphs. So, so oh, did X, you have to do like a music video X, for it? Like so, you had like x x squared. So like x squared would be a lineup of graphs. So you had to recreate the graph with your arms. Um, oh. You had to you had to create a dance that used every single uh, function of the of the of the graph at least twice. So you had to like you know form a good dance and we did never going to give you up by rick astley and uh i am petrified of like you know public speaking that stuff so how about we do a public dance in front of my entire grade that sounds like something i'd love to do so it, and it was it was i mean honestly i had a great time with it you know we did a classic song everybody lost their minds when it came on because you know like you said it's a meme song but it's also a banger and our dance was pretty good as well i got i got a, I got a pretty good grade on the project because my dance was my dance was sick that's all that's all i'll say i have a similar story with uh, another one bites the dust actually because in high school we had to like essentially make a music video but we had to like twist it into like teaching about some kind of subject of biology um so our song we chose was another one bites the dust and we changed it to photosynthesis <laughs> so you can imagine how cringy but we did like the music yeah exactly that's exactly what it was i think i put it on my twitter one time um but we actually made like a full-on like music video with a storyline and then at the end we did like a flash mob with friends like entire neighborhood did like a like a dance like i choreographed an entire dance to the end it was it was hilarious one of my best memories of high school for sure was making videos with my buddies God damn, um, that's pretty good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Rockstar by Nickelback. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put that like one it. out there. I'm gonna Especially because Nickelback's so like. Hey, Nickelback. Totally no, they're on the upswing now. I feel like whenever someone mentions Nickelback, like the the commentary is more like more more like that, like the overblown hatred. I feel like you know back in the day it used to be all oh, Nickelback it's sucks, helped but nowadays helped I feel them, yeah. like I feel nowadays I feel like they're getting a little bit more credit. They're like, yeah, okay, they're not that bad. Uh, second one, I I'm just gonna go with this one off of recency bias, but Dance Monkey. Uh, it's just a, it's oh, like a pregame. It's a, it's a pregame song, and it's literally the dumbest song when you like just sit back and like listen to it. It's so dumb, but it's like catchy. You know what I mean? Like it's super catchy. That's amazing. <laughs> what was that, Tommy? And, Can you know? <laughs> and then I might catch some heat for this one, but at first I hated this song. I absolutely hated it. I'll admit. But I'm going Gloria, Laura Branigan. I hated oh, it at first. Joe. I hated it at first. And then just I as the run kept a going. Like, I'm not talking like in the playoff. I'm talking like later on in the regular season, it started catching on and then catching on and catching on. And then I ended up liking it. And then once the playoffs hit, I, it's like the best song ever now at this point. Because it like every time you listen to it, you go right back to like... 
<laughs> like um, whenever they clinch to go to the finals at home, uh, then you just you instantly remember hearing that song just drop and everything go well, crazy. I, had the, I, I, had the, I remember uh, like at, at the parade, at the parade, dude, you, everywhere you went on Market Street was just all glory everywhere. Like yeah. it's, it's always going to be. I, I, I had that, uh, that video on my Twitter. So I, I'm obviously, as everyone knows, from Mass. So I was watching the, the finals uh, with my best friend who's a Bruins fan and his brother. And after the game, I had to drive them back. After game seven, I had to drive them home. Uh, and the moods were very different, uh, as you can imagine. And I only, oh. I, I just queued up one if song. If I was a Bruins fan, I just and I listened up, to that in the car I, after that game. I, I just queued up. <laughs> it's, like a, it's about a three-minute drive, so like we only had enough for one run-through of Gloria. But you better believe I was singing it at the top of my lungs, and, and they were reaching for the, the stereo shot and turn it off. <laughs> But yeah, definitely some fond memories with that song. All right, let's take a let's take a quick break, and then we'll get into Joey's final uh, big three of the day. All right, boys. Before we get into the final big three, I, I just gotta—I think we gotta take a quick, quick moment to discuss uh, some of the news coming out of Georgia. I don't know if you guys saw this tweet, but um, I'll, I'll read it word for word. Georgia teens will no longer need to pass a formal driving test to get a driver's <laughs> license due to the pandemic. They will only need parents' approval. Oh my God! I saw that. I saw that, and then I saw it quoting it saying, "They're uh, Georgia's trying to challenge Florida for dumbest state." So Florida's so, got that by a long shot. I think. So, so just let's just put this into perspective uh, for those of you that are older than 16 or are 16, think about some of the kids you knew when they were 16. Think about how dumb they are. You know, some kids that would definitely never be able to pass driver's ed, pass a driver's test at that age. Some of the kids that got their licenses later. Think about them just having to walk up to their mom and dad being like, hey, hey guys, can I drive? And them just saying, yep, absolutely. And what parents are going to say no. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. You obviously got to take your like, just keep trying. You're right. I will say, okay, so. I will say in those, in some of those Southern states and even like some of the farmlands of Missouri, I feel like it's pretty common for kids under the age of like 15 yeah, even or 14 to operate machinery and drive. Yeah, so depending even, on where yeah, you're I, for sure. So I think it depends on like if they're like rural and they've kind of been around it and they already know how to like understand and work machinery from like a young age, I feel like it'll be okay. So Georgia might be one of those states because Southern and they're kind of in the little cotton belt or whatever. But that's kind of how it is when you talk to like parents or grandparents too, though, that they would like tell you stories about that. Like, Oh yeah, I just started this, this, and this, or I started when I was 13 or something like, something like that. Even if they weren't supposed to, but I think with what you're talking about, Josh is like those like city kids that haven't been around it. They're just like, yeah, like I'm going to drive now. I'm 13. Get out of the house. Oh it's man. It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, like I again, like I have nothing wrong with like kids that are ready to drive, getting rid of that stupid formal process. You know, like for my driver's test, I had to learn how to back up straight a hundred feet. Yeah, I had to do that too. And like, if I if I if I if I hit the curb parallel parking, I failed because everybody knows that in real life, if you touch the curb when you're parallel parking, you have to go find a different spot. That spot is now illegal. Um, did, did anyone uh, did anyone pass the parallel parking thing? Oh no, I ran over. 
I don't even remember if I tried it or not. I, I failed I, I my first. Ever, her, I'm not even I gonna try. I failed it. my first ever driving test because I hit the curb, parallel parking. That's why. Oh the my! Second, dude, the second time around, I was. There was because it's the last thing you have to do, and like it's gotta be different in every state, though. Like it's yeah, gotta be different. Mass, I, you, so I, I don't remember that. Mass, we literally drove to a neighborhood. Um, he, we had to like turn, make one left turn, parallel park, back up straight a hundred feet, and then drive back to the driving school but like they were so incredibly strict about every little thing that like it was the the scare it was one of the most nerve-wracking experiences of my life because i had like this bald angry driving instructor and we went at the end of the day because our town didn't have our own driving school so we just got like sent to another driving school to do the test and like he was you know eight hours into doing them at that point so the last thing you wanted to do was deal with more teenagers trying to learn how to drive so he was like the most impatient aggressive angry man and little 16 year old me operating a car for the first time was like holy shit I was sweating profusely yeah I was so scared these weak arms are heavy yeah it was I cleaned the vomit up off of my sweater already um (laughs) no you guys you guys might hate me on the next topic though I'm just gonna throw that out there let's get into it I'm just gonna throw that out there there's a plot twist but uh, the category is gonna be greatest sports dynamic duos but the plot twist is you can't mention anything that you said earlier in the first the first yeah. uh, the sidekick one alright I got so I had to get a little creative on mine but uh, I'll go with the cliche answer first I got I got kind of a 1A 1B it's kind of two and a one here but I'm just gonna go easily Albert Pujols Matt Holiday because they're four three four in the lineup for many 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 years uh, Bronx championship um, and then the, the one B there I'm gonna go Adam Wainwright Yadier Molina just because you already know the deal there we already mentioned it and then the second combo I'm gonna go I'm, I'm, I'm an OKC fan Thunder fan so I'm gonna go Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. As as bad as I don't want to say that, but it is. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go KD Westbrook there. And then my third one, I'm getting super creative, and I'm going to international soccer. And I'm, I'm literally going to international soccer. International soccer. soccer. Uh, not even not even like league. I'm literally talking like international play, like nationalities. And I'm I'm a big Italy guy, so I go Team Italy. And so uh, Andrea Pirlo and Gigi Buffon, uh, two Juventus legends, who is my wow. my favorite club there. But uh, uh, they they're 06 World Cup champion winners. I'll never forget. I was in uh, Detroit for a high tournament in the hotel watching that game watching Zidane uh, headbutt the Italian getting kicked off going I went to PKs too actually that's pretty crazy uh, woke up there but uh, those are my three dynamic duos in sports okay alright um, I think first of all for mine I gotta go Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski uh, the greatest quarterback and greatest tight end of all time uh, connected for some ridiculous passes really dominated the league for for Gronk's entire career whoa whoa, whoa. Um, it's coming again what do you mean you're acting like this is past but we're about to see it again. Part I, two. I didn't even say past tense. I said they've really dominated the league for Gronk's entire career. There's okay, no okay. It sounds, it sounds there. a little past tense. No. Well, I mean, the, the rest is yet to. We'll, we'll see how. Are, are you rooting for the Bucks this year? Yes or no? Absolutely. I want to know this answer. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. What? What? Why? What reason do I have to not root for the Bucks? Like, no, I'm just, I'm just asking. I would. Yeah. I want Tom, no, I've said this before. I want Tom Brady to do well because I want people to shut up about him being a system QB. 
Because if you I'm both, a Panthers, I feel like you're looking at me right now. I am looking at you. <laughs> I'm a Panthers fan, and obviously they're in our division. But I obviously know that we're in a new year of new coaching and uh, kind of rebuilding the defense. Whatever, Tom, go do your two years of killing Drew Brees and, and retiring him. I'm exactly. all for it. I'm all for it. Kill the Saints, retire every one of them, um, have at it for two years while we rebuild our defense. I can't right. wait to watch and it. And my, my number two dynamic duo, I'm going to go Pedro Martinez and Jason Veritek. Uh, Pedro Martinez oh, I like is that. one of the most dominant pitchers of all time, and he did it during the steroid era, which is absurd. Like, he had back-to-back two of the greatest pitching seasons of all time. Like, ERA, like, two below any other pitcher in, in the league, just putting up absolutely ridiculous numbers in the years where Barry Bonds was hitting 70 home runs, and every every player and their, and their mother was hitting 50 home runs more than usual because they had a nice balanced breakfast before every game. Um, and to, Honorable to, mention Kurt Schilling there? Yeah. yeah, yeah, hey, there's, yeah. there's a duo there, Martinez yeah, absolutely, and Schilling, too. Absolutely. Um, you know, the 0-4 World Series, all that, uh, everything that Martinez did, um, just an absolute yeah. legend for Boston sports. Um, you gotta love that. And then my third dynamic duo, I, I, I don't know, my first two were pretty easy choices. I'm, I'm trying to think for my third one. I mean... Think college football, college basketball anything it can be literally anything uh um hmm. you can go i can go way back with the celtics i can go like let's hear let's hear larry bird and and kevin McHale okay. or or robert Parrish or whoever you want to how about kg and paul pierce kg and, and paul pierce, pierce. you go okay kg and paul sure whatever a celtics dynamic duo i mean the celtics are my favorite basketball team and uh, the original KG, big three yeah okay here we go let's go kg and paul pierce because then that comes with a good story uh when i was in 2008 the year that they won it um, I was eight and my friend's dad got a thing through work where they got to go we got to go to a Celtics game and we actually got to go on the court before the game um, and watch them warm up and we got to do a high five tunnel so we, we formed like a, a line of high fives when when they all came out on the court for warm ups uh, Kevin Garnett Paul Pierce Ray Allen Rajon Rondo uh, Kendrick Perkins the whole squad all came out and I got to high five them and they, they're tall let me tell you that they were tall oh yeah uh, side story I've been in the elevator with LeBron James and I can uh, I can agree with you they are very tall you've been in the elevator with LeBron James we'll, we'll say that we'll say that for the next episode there I saw <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 crazy. I did not know that. I mean, I it's a good I saw, story. It's a good saw, story. When I saw Mo Bamba in Orlando, I remember the for the only reason like the first thing I thought of was like I looked up um, from my phone and I just saw like head 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 waist. I'm like, what the hell? What is going on here? What what is this? Waist. <laughs> yeah, it was a bunch of people's heads and then just some dude's torso where everyone else's head was. I'm like, what the heck? So I followed it up and it was some dude and I, he had a backwards Orlando Magic hat on. I'm like, oh my god, who is it? And then and then he turned around. And I'm like, oh my god, it's Mo Bamba, the dude that they wrote the song about. Um, all right, that's the end of my my uh, my little anecdotes there. Tommy, go ahead. Let's all right, I'm gonna start off uh, with a STL boy, Mizzou. Go uh, Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg. Oh dang! I thought you were gonna say uh, Chase Daniel, Jimmy Macko for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dope. Oh, right. I like that. Um, I like that. A one-two punch. You already know. Um, number two, not anymore. But at one time, uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. Very good uh, dynamic duo there. And then uh, number three, I think is probably the best one on my list. Will be Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. 
I like that. I like that. That's my top three. That's my base. Shout out Notre Dame. Shout out Notre Dame. That's my that's my challenge, dude. There you go. All right. All right. Good stuff today, boys. Um yeah, all right. So I think that's going to do it for today's big three. Uh, tomorrow we got the gauntlet. Uh, a lot of sports Tommy. today. Eh? A lot of sports yeah, Sunday. I like it. A little, little bit of everything. Uh, a little fruit cocktail of sports for you. Mm. Good big three. A lot of hockey in there, but hey, all over. Baseball, basketball, guilty pleasure songs. <laughs> and the pleasure still the best. It's going anything again. you think of. I'm going to do that one again. And I got, I got a whole list. I'll make a playlist. You guys, we can share it on uh, yeah, so we got the gauntlet tomorrow, Joey versus Tommy. I'm going to come up with some more. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to expand on my quiz from two weeks ago, use a similar similar style, sort of intertwine the questions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out with a banger for tomorrow's episode. That's, that's all I'm saying. It's going to be a fun quiz. Um, I'm looking forward to it. You guys probably I'm should. still on my win streak. I'm still on my winning streak right now. I think we're two, three weeks in now to it, I think. No, he's hot. Yeah, so what's up? Like what's up, Tommy? What's up? I'll see you tomorrow. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. <laughs> all, right. all right. That being said, uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh follow us on instagram and twitter at locked on blues check out the locked on nhl podcast when you're done listening to ours they've got a great show uh and yeah that's that's all i've got you guys got anything any closing messages before we wrap things up um not gonna get into detail but i think i might i might go eat a protein bar though i might uh, talk about that more tomorrow see. We'll see, we'll see we'll see stay tuned uh like we said the shirts got shipped out shirts are shipped out right joey Yep, yep, yep. Yep, shirts are on their way. Everyone's yeah, notified. Nice. Everyone should be um, emailed, notified if you bar. So Love they should you. already know. But uh, right. <clears throat> I'll be guys. doing a second shipment soon. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go, Blues.